This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this, there's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello to all and welcome to Podcast 60. That seems kind of incredible to me to be on the 60th podcast in this journey. So this is the final podcast for The Ready Lane for Actors, Part 5, Horizon Line. And I welcome you all, whether you're in the ready lane now, whether you're listening and you're in a booked and production lane, or whether you are doing something else entirely and have been acting and seek to go back into it, but you're not quite ready to say, I'm ready. All are welcome. So the ready lane to review is the workflow lane for professional actors who are available to accept offers for work. If you have not listened to the first four from Mindset On podcasts, so start with 55, please start with that one and then join us here. One of the things I've been thinking about this week is the purpose of culture. And that's a a heady question for probably more developed and informed minds than mine today, but I do know that culture gives us emotional knowledge. And I want to highly recommend a New York Times opinion piece. It's the writer David Brooks, and he wrote a gorgeous column called How Art Creates Us. And it's just something to read through. You may or may not agree with him. I don't think opinion pieces are about agreeing. It's about what do I think about that? And he made me think about a lot that art and culture do for us, no matter what side we're on, if we're receiving it, if we're in it, if we're creating it, or all at once. So we're on both sides of this, Mr. Brooks's observations. The art, the culture we breathe in becomes a part of us. And it elevates our understanding of things and people and actions we love and some we loathe, for sure. It is in the continued and growing understanding of other people's ideas and their visions that we expand our own, right? So the ready lane, at its essence, can be a very practical time to steep in the culture of today, of yesterday, and make some decisions about how you want to be a part of the future culture. And I'm calling this one Horizon Line, although it had a couple of other titles along the way. I'm calling this Horizon Line because I think that moves for us, just the way when we're on a flight and the horizon line moves. You can see the sunrise, the sunset, and it separates out from clock time. It becomes something more integral to our mind. So if we weren't looking at a clock to see what time is it, we didn't have some Apple Watch or device telling us, what time would it be? And what I want to suggest to you, whether you're newly in the ready lane or you've been here for a while, 
is the horizon line changes. It's not something that keeps getting farther away, but I just want you to keep in mind how beautiful it can be and it can refresh. Just like if we're in that plane, we can see that sunset or that sunrise over and over and over. We can make it so. And I've been looking at some quotes this week, and people find them variously useful or frustrating. But here are a few that stood out to me. One is a Frederick Douglass quote, I believe, if there is no struggle, there is no progress. So it's not supposed to be easy, right? If it were easy, it, it would mean something entirely different, the work we do, the, the art you want to create. And another is just if you aren't making mistakes, you likely aren't making decisions. So it may feel like a little tough love here, but I want to say we are not owed a living as actors. No one owes us anything. The world is unfair. Now, I do believe in the most compelling wisdom of Martin Luther King. His quote, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. I do believe the world is unfair, but it leans, it bends toward fairness. And there, there is a lot of bending in our world. And if we don't want to come out stronger, in the broken places, that Hemingway quote, we have to insist on our creative integrity because sometimes, and it may feel like that to you today, all we have is that, our creative integrity. This is the work I do. And the more we allow the outside world to define that for us, the more we will be just buffeted by the storm of outside critics. And they can so easily seep into us and become part of our internal critique. You're not good enough. If you were, you would be more this. You would be less this. You would be working. You would be famous. You would be award-winning. And in its simplest terms, the thought, the critique can just be, what am I doing wrong? Answer it, if you can. We are all wrong all the time, and we are also right. About a thousand times a week, we are right. The rest is opinion and ideas and those we can elevate. Because we see that gorgeous horizon line. And no one said it would be fair, and no one said it would be easy, and if they did, they were not being truthful. And if it is fair and easy, then good on you. <laughs> That's amazing. Help someone for whom it is not easy and fair. We seek, we hunger, or we simply love being a part of the cultural fabric of this world. And you are if you just live into it doesn't mean you have to be on a set today or tomorrow or on stage tonight or next week. We are not always invited in in the way we thought we would be. And we had this whole vision, right? Starting out, this is how it's going to be. This is how I hope it's going to be. Sometimes we have to enter the culture, that page on our own, in our own unique way. And that can change, must change as we grow, learn, hone our craft, experience life changes, age, see work, do work, live. 
Remarkable, being seen, stopping time, catching breath, slicing through the heart of a feeling, a moment, this remarkable life. The stories we are privileged to tell. Not everyone's a winner, for sure, but so many are a privilege. Now, if you were listening to this when you were in the ready lane, you have been in it. <laughs> the doubts, the unfairness, the thoughts that tornado up, create a storm of vulnerability, and then, then they settle, and then we assess for damages, and then a wind gusts again, an audition fails to materialize, the agent doesn't call or email, a callback falls flat, the tornado just starts again. And the thoughts that we feel like we should be smarter than, stronger than, rise up as if we are powerless. Our thoughts are driving it. I get it. Most of us, if we're truthful, get it. This job, this career, is for the brave. And you may or may not feel brave most days, but in your heart, you are. It is brave to be vulnerable, brave to expose yourself, brave to age in this industry, brave to have children or not and still audition, brave to choose the loves and the family you desire, even if it is not what you were raised to believe, brave to risk, brave to do this and miss that, brave to stand in front of a long table of people who hold your life, it feels, in their hands. Brave to go to places, to hit the mark you're unsure of, to see work you read for, to celebrate with friends and peers who are working or booking, and then back in a private space, wait for the emotions to flare up, the heat of that, they're working, I'm not. Like teenage heartache. Remember that? Is there anything more potent, more searing than that emotion? Like any powerful feeling, especially when we were teenagers, we can let it hang on too long. Now, I know some artists can fall into a funk or worse, so we have to be ever resourceful, ever vigilant that we don't start to feel shame or blame or take comparison to a more hurtful level. We need to acknowledge this feels like this. Put some words to it. What does this feel like? What am I thinking in this moment that is causing this feeling? Allow it some respect. I feel shame. I blame all these things. Just make a list. I compare myself to everyone who is working. And then remember, please remember, it is the primitive brain's job to find the problem to assign the danger, and then to run, that can look like binging or scorched earth behavior, or to hide, run or hide, run or hide. Safe cave, streaming all day, busy work, avoiding, denying. That is what our primitive brains are evolved to do. They are wired to do that. There is nothing wrong with you if you wake up some or most days and feel drawn toward this. This is essentially human. But, my beautiful friends, we are gifted with a higher brain. You must know this. And we have to have the discipline 
and the love for ourselves and the love for the integrity and worth of what we do to go to the next level. The horizon is still gorgeous and available. Now, we are not going to allow a pity party for longer than an hour or an afternoon. If you find yourself wallowing, whatever that means to you, please get help. Call your best friend. Call your most practical friend. Get coaching. Coach yourself. Love yourself. Don't call the person who's just going to agree with you and say, yes, it is all terrible and it's not fair and that's for another day. Call the one that's going to call you on it. Now, I like the 90-day idea. For those of you who've been listening, you know that, that 90-day format, because if you're in the ready lane for a minute, you get a refresh every 90 days. You can just think of it as a big, bold, meta horizon line. Now, you must change your 90-day idea and make new plans. This is what gets our higher brain to override that primitive brain because the higher brain loves to solve problems. This is how it works out. And if we don't change things up, it works along the same paths. It carves deeper into the ruts. It may feel safe. It may feel familiar or even useful, reducing stress because it is familiar. But the 90 days, they need to start again. And that is some great news. I would love for you to evaluate the 90 days you spend in the ready lane. This is not a long commitment. Just take 10 minutes and think about what you accomplished. Did you follow any of the framework of the previous podcast? Did you come up with your own protocol, as it were? Did you do some great work in tapes? Did you discover or read any new material? Did you update your tools, your materials? Did you take a class? Did you really look at your numbers so you have the security of knowing, knowing what your honest situation is? And knowing you did an excellent job being ready. What worked well? What would you like to change? What seemed like a chore, but you're glad it's done? Are you giving yourself the opportunity to elevate your life? Are you constraining mindfully calendaring, focus time, brainstorming, coaching, so that you, and you are, by the way, the CEO of you, are in charge? Are you in charge? And most importantly, what can you thank yourself for now that you couldn't 90 days ago? Remember that concept? Future self. Well, now we're in that future. We've gone through that 90 days. So look back on that date. What can you thank her or him or them for? Because you have elevated your life and your mind. You have created discipline and mindful constraint to move forward, but not just forward, higher. The more we work out our minds, the more we honor them as we do or aim to do our bodies, the more our minds can do for us. And this also is very good news. So I invite you, if you are transitioning into a new, a fresh 90 days with a new horizon line, to change something up. Not everything, but something. 
can you do some work in another place? Can you change literally where you are logistically? Can you find another focus, another good thing, and another hard thing that are very different from what you have just worked on? Can you brainstorm more ideas? Can you take 10 minutes every morning to unplug and write down what is in your head? Can you respect all the ideas and then enjoy that ultimate power decisions to get excited about what is ahead? Because as we know, we never know. All we know is that we are actors, and we can be ready, and we have all the capacity we need to elevate our lives under contract or not, auditioning today or not, in a relationship today or not, feeling under the weather or great, feeling bored or motivated or streaming, flowing in between. We have the capacity, that abundance, that regard and respect for our gifts. That is what will serve us. Go to a beautiful space, a garden, a beautiful lobby, a friend's wonderful balcony, a museum with a mind-altering painting, a room with books galore, a gorgeous scene on your monitor even. Go to a beautiful space and give yourself some time to soak that in. Beauty is everywhere. Seek it. Fill yourself up. And now we get to work. And what does that work now again? You might be thinking, being ready. We are actors and we do the hard things. Not easy. Not fair. But what we chose. Absolutely available. Remember, nothing has gone wrong. Each step is a step. What can you try? Where can you go? How can you thank yourself in 90 days for what you will decide today with love for yourself? Love for your future self. The ideas are in you. Invite them to the surface. Make some decisions and celebrate yourself. You are in it, my friends. Now, you can get off the road anytime. I love that phrase, life is short but wide. You can decide to get out of the ready lane and do something else for a while or forever. You have the power to decide. You have the power. Don't let the world tell you you don't. No one controls your brain. There is room to explore. And for those of you, those of us who were in the ready lane for the first time or the 50th time, we, the strength of all of us, our creative capacity that we can put out into the world that is a force for change, a force for good, we keep going because we want to, not because we are owed or because you want a particular award, or because you were good once in that 11th grade play, or because, 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 because. All of those things may feel very, very true, and you can believe them. But that's not why we do it. We don't do it because it's easy. We do it to tell the stories of humanity. And when we are telling the stories, the things we learned in the last 90 days are in us also. And the telling will be the richer for it. When I talk about the workflow lanes for actors, ready, booked, and production, I often describe it as thinking about a three-lane highway. 
and the ready lane is the one on the right. Then there's the middle lane that's booked, the passing lane, and then there's the faster lane, which is production all the way on the left, at least in America. And that image, I think, is very useful to think about the journey you're going on and you can get there from any lane. And there's also that horizon. Where are we going? Where is that beautiful journey? But sometimes it might be useful to imagine that it's not asphalt, it's not a highway, it's water. And water flows differently. Storms affect it differently. It can be choppier. It can be so peaceful you don't even feel that you're moving and yet you are. And that can be useful in the ready lane. The water can be so calm that you can be moving ahead toward that horizon. And you won't even realize that you are. Don't discount the work that you do on yourself, how you learn and grow when you're in the ready lane. It's valuable. And then when the water's choppy, and when we're flailing and we feel like we're turning around and spinning, know that you're not in it alone. There's a lot of us at any one time all over the world in the ready lane. It's how we manage our minds around it that can be a beautiful, beautiful part of your life. Grow your emotional capacity here in this lane, and there is nothing you won't be able to handle. Go love your life, wherever you are, no matter when your last job was. Go love your life. You matter. You are valuable. And your work will continue. All right, that's it for the Ready Lane podcasts. Again, they are podcasts 55 through 60, and I hope you have found something in them to be of use for you, or you can forward them on to someone who you think might benefit. (laughs) 